Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back. This is episode number 252. And today we're going to ask and answer the question, are you fighting yourself when it comes to losing weight? And for some people, it might seem like a crazy thing, right? No, I'm not fighting with myself. What are you talking about? But it is much more prevalent than we could ever imagine. And for some of you, you're like, no, 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 I get it. I know, dude, I absolutely feel like I'm fighting with myself when I'm trying to lose weight. So if you ever feel that way, if you ever just feel like this internal resistance, if you ever feel like a rebellious teenager (laughs) when you're on a diet, then this is the episode for you. And so much of it comes down to what is happening between our ears. It comes right back to our brain. You guys know we love to talk about that all the time, right? There's something lurking in the back of our brain that can totally crush our motivation, that can totally derail us and make us feel like that rebellious teenager. And the thing is, is that we often miss it. We just plow on to the next diet. But even if we do kind of figure it out, we usually go about solving the problem all wrong. You don't overcome resistance by just trying to get rid of it. You overcome it by shifting your focus, by changing how you're thinking and changing how you're doing things. After 20 plus years of coaching people, I would say that might be one of the biggest things that we miss. Success often requires us to shift our focus, change how we think, think outside the box that we normally naturally think inside of. We all have it. We all have that little box in our brain that we normally think in. And when we do this, when we're willing to step outside of that box and think differently, suddenly changing how we do things becomes a lot more doable. The problem is we've just never thought about it like that. We're stuck in our ways. Our brain is stuck trying to figure out the same old problem from the same old angle in the same way that we've always attempted again and again and again in the past. And newsflash, it ain't working, right? We know that. We've tried again and again. We know it's not working, yet we keep going back to the same thing. If it hasn't worked over and over again in the past, then it probably isn't going to magically begin working now or the next time we try it, a month from now or a week from now or six months from now. I always think of (laughs) when the power is out at my home. I'm hardwired to go into a room and reach over to flip the light switch to try to turn the light on. Even if the power's out, even if I know it consciously, my brain is hardwired to do that. Unfortunately, that's how some of our brains are wired when it comes to weight loss. So here's the thing. If you're ready to stop flipping the light switch (laughs) and plug into your actual power source, if you're ready to stop just defaulting to those same patterns and those same mindsets and the same solutions that haven't worked in the past, if you're ready to stop that, if you're ready to, to do what I just said was often the missing link, to shift your focus and to change how you think and learn about a different way to lose weight that will improve your confidence, reduce your stress around food and dieting, and it improves your relationship, not just with food, but with yourself, then right now, mark this down on your calendar, Thursday, August 17th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Thursday, August 17th, 8 p.m., I'm doing a free live class where I'll teach you one of the most powerful weight loss truths that I know 
We'll dive deeper into what the diet industry is trying to trick you with. And I'll walk you through how I coach my clients to incredible results that not only change their body, but also change their brain and really trickle down into the rest of their life and begin to truly change their life. I'll tell you what we do, why we do it, and how we do it. Plus, I'll also answer any and all of your questions right then and right there on the spot, live. So just go to everybodyhatesdiets.com. I will include that link down in the show notes, and you can click there, register, and then here's the thing. This is so important. Actually attend. (laughs) The attend part is often overlooked, but it's really important. You don't get any benefit from just registering but not attending, and I get it. There's a lot of people doing a lot of supposed free classes or webinars, and you think, oh, I'll just watch the replay. I only do these live events, you know, a handful of times each year, and I don't send out replays. So carve out the time and join me for what is basically like a free coaching call. August 17th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Go to everybodyhatesdiets.com. Okay? Okay, now let's get back to today's episode because I want to dig in a little more to this idea of how we fight ourselves and how we have this internal resistance when we're going after something that we say we want, when we're going after something like weight loss. And really, it's, it's kind of like driving with our park brake on. Some of you might have done that before. You <laughs> you begin to drive your car and you're like, what is wrong? I, I'm, I feel like I have to press on the accelerator much harder than normal. Oh, the park brake's been on. If I take that off, oh my gosh, it'll be so nice. And this is a there's something that I experienced. It's kind of a weird thing from time to time while coaching clients. It's like their internal resistance can become almost external and it will almost spill out onto me at times. And it'll go from like an internal resistance, you might almost ask the question, like, why won't I do this? Like, why am I struggling to do this? But then when your internal resistance will spill out, it almost gets to this place of like bargaining, where you're bargaining with me or the program you're using and and almost assuming like this position of defiance or resistance. It's almost like an unspoken, hey, you got to convince me to do this. Now you, when you say you got to convince me to do this, that could be me or it could be your trainer you know, you hire a trainer to take you through a workout and you're like, okay, wait a minute. I hate lunges. Why are you going to tell me why you got to convince me to do these lunges? Why are these lunges good for me? Like, give, give me some more information here, you know, but it really, it's not the information you want. It's just, you don't want to do the lunges and you're telling your trainer, Hey, I'm putting this on you. You got to convince me to do it. Whereas I said in my program, every now and then I experience this. And it, so it could be me. It could be your trainer. It could be your accountability partner. But it's this idea of like, you got to convince me to do this. But you, in this statement, you got to convince me. It could be yourself as you're having that little battle with yourself. And that swings us right back to this internal resistance. But here's the question we need to ask when it comes to this resistance and how we fight ourselves. Why? Right? Like, I mean, why do we do this? I think there are a lot of potential reasons. And I'm just going to name a few. Some of these kind of overlap. Probably a lot of them overlap. But I think that you'll find yourself in one of these. The first one is what I call the inner child. Some of us just have this, (laughs) we just have this inner child and we just want what we want when we want it. And if someone tries to tell us no, well, then we go, screw you, I'm going to do it anyway. And this could be due to a host of different reasons. Maybe, you know, we had an overbearing parent. Maybe we weren't allowed to eat sweets when we were young. And now we just, if anyone tells us to cut back on our sugar, we go, okay, that makes sense. I know that'll help me lose weight. Give me the candy. Give it to me now. So maybe it's this inner child slash maybe, forgive me, I'm so sorry, maybe a little bit of a spoiled brat mentality. It could be that. It could be something kind of different. It could be fear. Fear of the unknown, of what's to come. 
fear of results. And I know a lot of people go, Corey, you're crazy, man. I'm not scared of results. Results are what I want. It is scary to change. We all know that, right? And change is the unknown. All of these things kind of blend in together. When I say fear of the unknown, fear of what's to come, it's also fear of results. It's fear of success. We get accustomed to being how we are. We get accustomed to being in a certain body and being viewed a certain way. And then suddenly, uh oh, wait a minute, I've lost 15 pounds, 20 pounds. Wait, wait, I don't know how I feel about this. People are starting to take notice and starting to make comments and I'm getting scared. Uh Uh-oh, and then here comes the self-sabotage. Why am I doing this? Why am I sabotaging? I'm finally getting the very thing I want. Why am I sabotaging? It's because you're scared. Deep down inside, you have fear. And then you have resistance. Maybe it's something totally different. It could be just a lack of trust, especially when your internal resistance maybe spills out onto someone else. Maybe you just don't trust that person or that program or that thing. Maybe it comes right back into you. Maybe you don't trust yourself. You don't trust yourself to keep this up. You don't trust yourself to actually maintain the results once you get them. So it could be a lack of trust. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's a pity party. And you're just like, this is not fair. This is just so not fair. I see other people. Everyone else is more slender than I am. Nobody has as hard of a time as I do losing weight. And then we just sink into this almost little miniature victim mentality And we have this pity party, just feeling like it's not fair, so we resist. I shouldn't have to do all of this to lose weight because it's just not fair. And then lastly, of the various reasons that you might experience this resistance is just pure rebellion. Maybe it's from past experiences, or maybe you're just defiant toward authority in general. And so someone like me comes along and says, hey, let's start eating a great breakfast And you're like, (laughs) screw you, dude. I get up and have coffee and I might have a sip of water and then I'm off to work. I don't have time for that. What's next? Tell me something else to do. Well, okay. (laughs) And there's just that rebellion. We just rebel against any authority that tries to tell us what to do. So it could be our inner child or spoiled brat. It could be fear of the unknown or fear of success. It could be a lack of trust with someone else, a lack of trust in ourselves. It could be that we're just having a pity pity party because we don't feel like we should have to do all the things that we feel like we have to do. And it could just be pure rebellion. And maybe that manifests from things in our past, or maybe it's just we're defiant towards authority. It doesn't matter the reason why. It does matter the reason why. (laughs) But for the sake of this episode, what I want to get into more now is the gigantic problem for someone who battles this resistance and really kind of fights against themselves. And here's what it is. Here's a huge problem. It's that you're trying to force weight loss. Deep inside, it feels like something that you have to do, not something you want to do. And right now, it's the But Corey section of the podcast. But Corey, you're crazy, dude. I do want to lose weight. Why are you telling me I feel like I have to do it? I don't Nobody's making me do this. I want to lose weight. Have you seen me? I don't like the way my body looks. I'm overweight. I'm unhealthy. I want to lose weight. Right. I hear you. But you might not want to do all of the things required <laughs> to actually lose it. I've mentioned this before. I've talked about it before on the podcast, if I want to be a doctor, but I don't want to do all of the things required to actually become a doctor, then it really doesn't matter what I say I want, does it? I'll never become a doctor. This is what I call the dissatisfaction equation. 
having a goal plus not being willing to do what it takes to get that goal equals a constant state of dissatisfaction. We are stuck in this unhappiness and this dissatisfied state because there's something that we say we want, but then we're not willing to do what it takes to get it. Congratulations. You will be perpetually dissatisfied <laughs> with life, at least that area of your life. So here's the thing. Overcoming our resistance is not about admitting that we want to lose weight. We know that, right? You're listening to the Real, Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. It's not about that. But it is all about making the mental shift so that we want to do the things that actually bring weight loss. Have you ever maybe seen someone who's slender and fit and said something like, oh my gosh, look at them. They're always so fit, but it's easy for them. I mean, they love eating healthy and working out, but <laughs> not me. Uh-uh. I love to eat. That's my problem. I love food. Oh my gosh. If one more person <laughs> tells me at some sort of a social function, Corey, my problem is I just love food. I got news for you. I love food too. We all love to eat. <laughs> we all love to eat. This isn't like unique to you. We can't blame weight gain on the fact that we love food. We can blame it on a distorted relationship with food. We can blame it on an unbalanced relationship with food. But we can't blame it on the fact that we love to eat. Find me someone who cares nothing about eating. Someone who's not in some sort of disease state. Someone who doesn't have cancer or is go or going through, God bless them, chemotherapy or they have horrible you know, digestive diseases or something like that. No, no, no. Find me a normal everyday person who goes, nah, I don't really care about food. It doesn't matter to me. They can't just say it. You have to watch them because if they really don't care about food then go, okay, that's fine. You're going to eat a can of tuna and um, some green beans every day. And if they go, no, I don't want that. Well, th then you just lied. You care about food. We all love food. We all love delicious food. That's not a great reason. But here's the thing. When we say something like, oh, look at that person. They're always so fit and but it's just easy for them. The reason it seems easy for them is because they have made this mental shift. Maybe it was taught to them growing up. Maybe they just figured it out somewhere along the way. But they actually enjoy doing the things that bring a fit, healthy body. So again, overcoming our resistance is about making that mental shift so that we actually begin to want to do the things that actually bring weight loss. If you think of a spectrum, like, you know, a big, long, imagine a big, long line in front of you. And on one end, on the far left, we have force and have to. So the idea of forcing something, force and have to. I have to do this. I have to force myself to do this. That's on one end of the spectrum. And then on the far other end of the spectrum, the far right side, we have want to and choice. I want to do this. It's my choice. Those are completely opposing ideas. And the more you can move away from force and have to, and the more you can move towards choice, the power of your choice and wanting to, the more successful you will be. As long as you feel like you have to, then you're going to force it. Once you feel like you want to, ah, then it's your choice. 
you are in control. You are empowered and you can almost smell, (laughs) you can almost smell success in the air. When I sense sometimes this sort of resistance in, in my coaching group, when I'm coaching someone or working with someone, I always try to tap into these concepts of force versus choice, of have to versus want to. My response might be something like this. You know, I think you might have a lot more force mindset than you realize. Remember, you don't have to do any of this stuff. You're doing it because you want to. But Corey, no, I don't want to do this stuff. Ah, now suddenly it's different, right? I want to lose weight, but I don't want to do this stuff. Right, but you want everything that this stuff brings. So yes, technically you do want it. And if you think about that for a while, then it can help you move. It can help you begin to move from force to choice. And that's a powerful shift. Here's a great example from someone in my coaching group who really experienced this powerful and beautiful shift while on vacation of all places. They said, I'm checking in from vacation. I used the word empowered during the coaching call last week, and that's how I felt so far on this trip. I haven't been perfect, but that's kind of the point, right? Last night, we were getting toward the end of the day at Disney, and at dinner, they had a lot of yummy dessert options. My wife and I decided we were going to keep each other accountable on this trip, and this is a huge part, guys. Pay attention. We're going to keep each other accountable and make decisions rather than being under control of the temptations of the moment. Oh, doesn't that sound magical? Forget the magic kingdom. That is magical. (laughs) They went on. We decided to split a dinner and salad. Turned out to be great because the portions were huge and I would have been hard. It would have been hard to carry leftovers. After dinner, we made the decision to pass on dessert because we were full and wouldn't be able to enjoy it as much. We could also get something from the bakery or ice cream shop later after our stomach settled, but we ultimately decided not to do that since the lines were a little long and when we were leaving and we both felt pretty comp- pretty content after thinking about it. Practicing big awareness has been great for me. That's something we talk about in the group. We want to practice big awareness. Practicing big awareness has been great for me. Taking the time to think through my vacation meals and dessert options has allowed me to take the can't pass it up slash have to have feeling away from these moments and to reframe the thoughts to, I can have this, but it doesn't really feel like my enjoyment of this moment will change that much by choosing this treat right now. It's so powerful, guys. They go on. I'm taking control of my emotional eating and realizing that food is meant to be enjoyed, but not meant to be an idol that has control over me. This week, I'm being realistic with my goals as I'm still on vacation for the week and don't want to be too ambitious. Oh, that is so good. (laughs) That's so powerful. That last statement alone, let me read it again. I'm taking control of my emotional eating and realizing that food is meant to be enjoyed, but not meant to be an idol that has control over me. How many of you maybe feel like food has control over you instead of you controlling it? How many of you are sick of that? And when we feel that way, it starts to creep in and poison our actual enjoyment of food. Because anytime we start to enjoy food, we feel like we shouldn't be enjoying it. And we start to feel shame. And it's this horrible negative cycle we get stuck in. Notice what this person said. Food is meant to be enjoyed. But hold on. It's not meant to be an idol. And I don't want it to control me. 
Oh, that's such a fantastic and massive progression and realization. That's what I love helping people get to. That's what I want to help you get to. So anyways, one more post. Let's get to one more post that really exemplifies what I'm sharing. This person said, Friday night, my husband and I watched a movie and he had chips. I decided, they didn't force it. They chose it. I decided that I didn't want any. I had a great workout that that evening followed by a healthy dinner. And although the chips would have tasted great, I didn't want the greasy feeling that came with them. I liked the way I ended my day and the chips were really not that appealing to me because of my conscious decision and thinking. The chips lost their hold and power over me. (laughs) Once again, not being controlled by food. This person goes on. For the other two nights, we started watching a new show and I had some snacks which were healthier alternatives, but most importantly, I made the conscious decision to put a serving in a bowl instead of eating from the back. That is huge for me. Because otherwise, I will eat the whole bag or most of it, which will not help my goals and will make me feel like crap afterwards. That is not just huge for this person. That is huge for everyone. (laughs) That is some powerful junk right there. That is truly life-changing. Look, as you move through your week, I encourage you to start thinking more and more about choice versus force. And which of your decisions fall into each category. And maybe take an honest look at your weight loss efforts. Your weight loss efforts from the past. Have you ever truly made this shift and not just wanted to lose weight or look a certain way, but have you ever actually wanted to do the stuff that helps you get there, that helps you lose weight? That, my friend, is where the magic is. (laughs) And once you get there, oh my gosh, you're basically unstoppable and things truly do become so much easier. So I hope you'll take some time to think through those things. And if you want some help with all of this, then do not miss, oh my goodness, this incredible opportunity. Do not miss my free live class on August 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. That's a Thursday. Go to everybodyhatesdiets.com, register, and then attend. That's your action item. You got to attend. I want to take what you've been learning on this podcast and take it a step further. Take it up a notch, okay? And attending this free coaching call is the way we'll do that. It is one simple thing you can do that could truly change your entire weight loss mindset and start you on a new path to success and peace of mind with food and your body. Much love, my friends. I cannot wait to see you on Thursday, August 17th at 8 p.m. God bless. Bye-bye.